0: And now, the
1: Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hensbro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. This is Sleep Dog without the Big Hawk. We got our boy, back, Ross, Martin, everybody's favorite guy on Instagram. Dude, Ross, thanks for joining us, man. Big Hawk's up to golfing, just living it up here, leaving us to do the dirty work. But here we are. I mean, we're we're role players, dude. Or at least I am. And uh, appreciate you joining us, man. Looking forward to catching up, see what's going on and getting in a couple things. How you been? Yeah, dude.
0: Never in my life would would have thought I'd be a sub for Tyler Hansborough. (laughs) I mean, tapping in when you need me. Uh, I really appreciate having you on. I'm a longtime listener. We met, I think we've met, you know, we met once uh, on Franklin Street there. And then a couple times at a UNC football game, basketball game but i've been a loyal listener and follower so i'm excited to be on man i appreciate it let's get damn into right
1: it. man of course i didn't even think about it that way that's like you know you just tell like a, a really weird riddle to people like hey you ever heard of tyler hansborough like i subbed in for him one game that's um, right, that's same right. way he can say he hit a had a has had an ace but not a hole in one that's a whole different story um but yeah no nah, dude great to have you here uh we'll get caught up here uh before we do that i'll give a rundown of what we're planning to get into. This could go any number of a million different directions. Women's national team not looking so hot. Uh, a lot of chirping going on about what's going on there. We might touch on that. Um, talk about conference realignment, college football, yeah. Tar Heels, all that stuff. We've got the guy here for that. I mean, you come here, yeah. normally you come here for any dude. football, you ain't getting it. Uh, but today, you are. Um, if we run out of gas and, and ain't got nothing else to talk about, we'll talk about that dude getting knocked the hell out on the baseball field last night. That was pretty crazy. J- Jake Paul We'll try to figure out whether he's a boxer or not. Before we get into all that that boring stuff, let's catch up with Ross, dude. We're with Inside Carolina for a while, man. And uh, now you're up in Michigan just doing your thing. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on and uh, get us caught up.
0: That's right. So, I mean, I I covered UNC for eight years, uh, six years in Chapel Hill. No, sorry, eight years in Chapel Hill, 2015 to 2023 uh, for CBS Sports, 24 seven sports, um, and inside Carolina, I imagine most of y'all listeners are familiar, at least a little bit with inside Carolina mm-hmm. and, uh, covered football, basketball, and recruiting. Um, I went to UNC graduated in 08. So I was Pablo's years. 'o four to 08. I remember Pablo with the, uh, the hangers. I know y'all oh, had yeah. a couple of those guys. You had, um, you had a new pawn recently. New, yep yeah uh, I remember all those guys They were like the studs on campus dude cliff yeah. like right below the basketball team was the clefhangers and so oh, yeah just like running campus and just crushing it uh and then so I got three years of of the big Hawk and then uh hung around Chapel Hill and Greensboro a little bit so I caught the o nine championship was a um was a freshman during the o five championship but uh
1: dude, yeah I, mean, I never years. realized I was there all those years too dude. I was there oh four to ten <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I transferred in in 04 as a junior. So, I mean, we were there at the same time and somehow didn't even didn't even cross paths, I don't think. Yeah. If you cross paths with me, you were, you were in a dark place anyway. So that's good, good I, for you. I,
0: I love when y'all go in on like Bob's and Res and stuff. It's just so funny because you had to kind of be there you oh, kind yeah. of get the jokes with La Rez and Bob Dude, and we should have named there.
1: this podcast something about the fact. Like, this is the, cra- the crazy part to me is that kids these days will never know that that building across the street in that hotel next door to La Rez used to be a parking lot and the best Mexican, probably yeah. the worst Mexican food Monterey's, you've ever had. Yeah. But Monterey's, at the time, Monterey's. it was the best Mexican. Yeah, Monterey's. No, it was, uh, uh, wasn't it Lowe's Post? Lowe's Post, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we Monterey's yeah. down in the, yeah. Y'all uh, should get
0: a sponsorship from La Rez and Bob's. I mean, like, dude. that's the perfect fit, right?
1: Yeah, that's a good call. La Rez, Bob's, we could do some, I mean, what we need to do is go on tour, is what I tell Tyler. It's like, dude, we should just go on, and where we go on tour? Well, just go a couple bars and travel with Four Corners. We go to freaking IP3. You kid me? Live.
0: Yeah, dude. live shows.
1: Yeah. Armadillo yeah. Grill down there in Carbro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, don't sit so, on those wings, by the way.
0: Yeah, so caught the 05 freshman year championship. Sean May Rashad McCants, Raymond Felton, uh, Jackie Manuel, you know Jawad, and Marvin. And then kind of caught the whole Handsboro years. Ty mm-hmm. Lawson, Wayne Ellington, Danny Green. And then 09, when I was still hanging around, kind of living in Greensboro, coming back a lot of Chapel Hill, caught the 09 championship. Um, bounced around a bunch and then ended up just covering UNC. Never took a journalism class in my life. I know you're a big DTH guy, journalistic <laughs> ethics, dude. I was the mean streets journalism. I kind of taught myself how to do it. And I uh, tell you built a, built a Twitter following and, and kind of, it, it was awesome. Inside Carolina is a great company to work for. I love my six years there. Um, and, and left inside Carolina in April, went to Asia, Southeast Asia, Thailand, Vietnam for, uh, 25 days. It's a whole different podcast, probably two podcasts, <laughs> it's, uh, Southeast Asia with, with uh, my, my friend, my boy, my best friend's name, Chad, um, Thailand and Vietnam and then uh, moved to Michigan uh, Ann Arbor where I currently am uh, my girlfriend is here for a fellowship for a year and so the plans to be here for, for a year then then hopefully move back to uh, to Chapel Hill Durham or Raleigh so I'm kind of like you know locked into sports here I'm trying to you know obviously career thing is on a hiatus trying to find a couple different jobs up here got a couple things in the works related to sports but um Listen to a lot of podcasts, I'll tell you that. So I'm locked in. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm locked in, man.
1: <laughs> well, that's good, dude. Well, I'm telling you, man, you got it figured out. Uh, don't don't uh, don't rush back to it because I promise you to work will be here somewhere whenever you get yeah. back. But it's uh that's 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 crazy to to catch up on. Let's let's uh before we get into um football and all that, because that's that's uh that's gonna be a deeper conversation and an interesting conversation for a number of reasons. But you know, we, we've been on a soccer roll here, dude, me and big Hawk. We damn, they signed Lionel Messi or maybe, maybe that happened after. And then we went to a soccer game. Uh, Professor Pablo just out there piping out the national anthem and we missed it. I don't know if you heard about that, but it was, that was hilarious all the way around. Um, but the women's national team in the world cup and even we even said that, like, you know, we don't watch soccer. I'd rather literally watch, Fuck, I, heard so oh god, I heard the podcast oh my god the podcast
0: where y'all ripped on the wrexham game i was walking oh. around the stadium that day day before oh. i moved so I that was the best I part you know what you know what I the best part tickets. of that game was? Did, you get free, did you get free tickets though
1: yeah pablo got them for us actually i still yeah. owe pablo money for, for those t- sorry pop uh, i forgot all about that till right now um the best part of that game this is a true story i'm not just saying this because you're here is I, ga- I came home and i was like God, that was fucking awful because we drove all the way there. We paid $50 park We had a walk. Like, nobody said. Nobody even clapped the whole game, basically. The cookie sucked. We did go into Blue Zone. People were like, hey, we love the pod. I was like, hell, yeah, this is cool. I didn't know anybody even listening to shit. Your picture of the sunset, dude. I came home the next day or, like, later that night, and you had a nice picture of the sunset. I was like, damn, I'm glad Ross took that picture because that would have been all right if I had seen that. I didn't even see that shit. So, literally, that was the best part of... Uh, of the and a lot of people, it was a beautiful night. It was hot as hell, but uh, yeah, it was a great it, ex, great thing for Chapel Hill. Great thing for Dan yeah. Keenan. But damn, dude, couldn't it get messy there?
0: <laughs> well, on. I think it's a good talking point because you know, we don't spend too much time on Rex and Chelsea. But I think the Keenan State, Keen Stadium, should host two or three events every summer. Yeah. I think it it stimulates the economy. You get people from out of town coming in. Going to Franklin Street, going to these bars, hotels, Mm -hmm. restaurants that don't have much action during the summer. Host like, uh, yeah, a a soccer friendly in in some capacity. uh, Host a you know like a A concert, yeah, Taylor Swift, Bruce Springsteen, you know some some big show that fills Keenan, and then probably maybe two of those, and then dude, that'd be awesome. And you do one, they used to do that stuff. You in July and do it in August, yeah, used to have.
1: Uh, you telling me Eric right Church there. wouldn't come to Canaan? I mean, come on, dude. 100%. I mean, that would yeah. be electric.
0: There's a couple of issues. I mean, obviously, parking sucks. Yeah. And they have a working hospital that's yep. right next door, and like there's people having emergencies, and you got ah, ambulances that's coming in. That's a good in. point. they, they, they got to deal with the working hospital aspect, but I think three times in the summer, you get a big show, two big shows, and then a soccer-friendly or some other sport maybe. Yeah. Um, that'd be awesome, man. They really, I mean, it was awesome seeing people from all over the country yep. Coming yep. to Chapel Hill, I ran. I walked, I didn't go into the game, but I walked around, and tailgated a bunch, kind of captured the scene. And I talked to people from all over, you know, the Southeast they were in mm-hmm. that had no idea where they're going. I was like, all right, here's here, here's yeah, here. Dude. And uh, it's great for the for Chapel Hill that needs that stimulation mm-hmm. uh, of
1: the economy in the summer. It sure does. No, nah, it was cool, man. It really was like we shit on the game because we don't yeah, like yeah, soccer. Yeah. But the event itself was was awesome. It was fun to sort of be there and be around it. And I'm with you, man. I could even do a preseason football game or something, man. I mean, you know, they do they used bring, to do bring the
0: Panthers in, yep. in August. That'd yep. be awesome.
1: Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Do a practice or something like that. That'd be uh, that'd be that'd be killer. All right, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, dude. SleepHawk SHWW man, we solve a lot of problems on this thing. We just need people to listen to us, dude. We could we That's could right. really uh some damn decision makers over here. Um, but the only soccer game anybody really gives a shit about lately is this women's national team lost last night. I'll be honest with you, last night. <laughs> I'm talking about five a.m. Bro, like, I, sleep dog is always awake at that time. Um, did not turn it on. Did not know anything about it. Uh, unfortunate. I think the way it went. I what what blows my mind is how many. Americans just rooting against America. I, I mean, I just can't even understand it because the thing of it is, is look, there's this huge ongoing debate about, you know, equality in women's sports. I think I speak for both of us. I'm certainly all for it. I mean, who, who wouldn't be, right? But the, the the challenge I think has always been with women's sports is like you have just a physical athletic ability that naturally is, you know. Dude, slam dunking basketballs is, is hard to replace by anybody, right? Nobody wants to watch me play basketball either. Um, but but soccer's different. Tennis, you know, we talked a little bit about this lately, tennis, soccer, golf, a few of these other sports. But soccer is definitely like the cornerstone, you know, uh, you know, women's sport team event in America. And everybody usually rallies around it, man. It's usually a really fun time to, to sort of get behind the women's team. And it just never got any traction this year. It, it, everybody just seemed kind of doomed from the start. It was it, it, it ended, I don't know any of the specifics. I don't know who got <laughs> subbed in, subbed out. It was zero to zero. I mean, this is exactly, guys, why I don't watch soccer. Zero, zero. Are you kidding me? They scored one goal. And this is the best team in the world. Best team in the history of the world. And they score one goal in three games. I mean, come on, dude. That ain't an indictment on a team. That's an indictment on a game. Come on. Um, but, yeah, and they lose, essentially, on Rapino's missed PK uh, in the whole world. I mean, dude, it's like, I don't I, – it blows my mind. Like, why is everybody so excited about it? Why is this such a polarizing thing, Ross? Like, why can't people just be like, damn, this sucks?
0: <laughs> it, it, this might be the first podcast, Sleephawk Worldwide, where you have two guys talking about a women's game that no <laughs> one <laughs> – Neither neither guy watched. I did not yeah. watch it. I don't watch yeah. the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge. I can, I, consider well, a huge femin- yeah, I consider myself a huge feminist. Yeah, consider myself a huge feminist. But I didn't watch this game. I'm all for it. But uh, I was going to watch maybe when they get to the Elite Eight or the, yeah. the, the Final Four. There, um, it sucks for the us, right? Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, they lose a huge um, viewership there, and uh, I think a lot of people. What? Why did people think they wanted UNC to? Uh, sorry, uh, USA to fail. Why do you say
1: that? dude? So it's just like, if well, you're the Twitter guy. Okay. And so I, when I say they, and you know, when I make, I make, I love making broad assumptions. that's the best part about having yeah. a podcast is accountability is negligible. Right. Um, that's right. But, but yeah, it's like the blowback really, it's like fucking political. Right. And like we, <laughs> I, we, str- we, I try you, to stray. I wanted
0: you to say it. I wanted you to
1: say we it. We stray way off of that path, right? And, and look, man, I don't care if you like or don't like or you're talking about Rapino or, or whatever yeah. they're standing for, or whatever their social causes are. Look, everybody's got their own opinions. And look, I got mine. You got yours. Everybody else got theirs. I don't give a shit what your opinions are any more than you care about what mine are, right? I just think it's crazy that in general, the whole storyline hasn't been, oh, man. What a no! No one said a word about how Sweden beat us, right? Nobody has said a word about how these other teams. put all all the talk is about is like, oh, essentially, oh, these loud women got what was yeah. coming to them, you know. And that's a really, really, really unfortunate narrative because, I mean, fucking America, dude, this is the World Cup. Like, what, what, what is the point? So you know, it's a bummer that they lost, um, because this is something you you, you know. Where do they play in? Um, is it in Australia? I'm probably going to be really it, bad about it, that.
0: Is, is it New Zealand? I think it's New it's Zealand. It's somewhere
1: over there. Yeah, way the hell. Wherever Dude. they play and it was dark at 5 o'clock in the morning here. All right? Yeah. So they don't know the other side, of the, side tough, of the world.
0: Tough time difference for the for the Americans.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's like those are the types of things. Like, you talk about the local economy or whatever, but that's like the, America needs a rallying cry right now, right? And so if we go deeper into the World Cup, right, it would be you know a couple weeks of people just like, you know, Cutting out of work at, or, you know, skipping work and watching, drinking beer at 5 a.m. at some random ass place, you know, cheering for the same thing, man. We just don't get that a lot. So, it's unfortunate. I mean, if nothing else, then it was an opportunity for us to sort of like all root yeah. for something that we, it's kind of fun because you nobody knows what's going on. And, I mean, everybody's just standing there about dozing off, you know, it's 5 a.m. And, like, nobody scored in six months. And then, bang, somebody scores and everybody's all excited. And we just don't get that. So, I mean, yeah, damn strange people I mean, watching now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw what you saw. It's, it's on Twitter. I try to follow on Instagram and Twitter. Like I try to follow liberal people, left people. Mm -hmm. I try to follow people, right. Conservatives. I try to follow both. I try to see what both sides are saying. I'm pretty, I'm pretty down the middle. Uh, I'd say I probably lean left if you're going to put a gun to my head. Um, But dude, this is such a weird time where you have Mm -hmm. to be one side or the other. I think most people are down the middle. Yeah. and want to be down the middle and kind of agree on most things you, but all you hear is the loudest people on the left and loudest people on the right and that's not the majority of americans i think most americans are, are pretty much in the middle with with certain thoughts on certain opinions um left or right you know on, on certain topics so yeah. i saw the rapino stuff i said people bashing rapino you know people hate her because she kneeled in the national anthem she has pink hair she's a lesbian all this stuff. People were like, so like angry at her. And, um, I don't, I don't care, man. Like, like, I don't care what she does. Like good for her. Yeah. Um, um, and so it's what's like, interesting kind of weird. It shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be political is what I'm saying. It's like, she's representing America. Go ahead.
1: Here, well, here's what's interesting to me, right? People have the same sort of hatred for this, for they, they seem to, they appear to have the same sort of hatred and, and just reveling in her, failure as a fellow country yeah. person yeah as like I have for Mike shashevsky right but but the thing it is is I just don't like Mike Krzyzewski because he's a rival he just he, he coaches for the other team like if I met Mike Krzyzewski I mean there's one thing I acknowledge is that he's one of the greatest coaches of all time like he's awesome yeah. he's a really good coach he's probably everybody else says he's a good guy unless you have some tie whatsoever to Carolina then you can't stand him, right so like but the, the 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 underneath the under the hood there is, is is completely different. And so like you know that's that's the part that's that's so intriguing to me. You're exactly right from the political spectrum. Yeah it's like I'm look when I get on I do the same thing. I, I, I'm looking at all this stuff, I let the shit rile me up that I don't agree with, but unequivocally yeah. I'm there for the comments. Dude, because it is just there is no better place to just feel a sense of just being alive, then watching some yeah. random ass dude just cook on the yeah. Twitter comments, man, whether he's an idiot or whether he's a genius. I mean, you just get some of it all. I mean, you got a guy who's literally got his pe- face, his picture, his name, got a picture with his grandkids and stuff and just going in. I'm like, bro, you really go say that in a public forum and versus other people? You know, it's just yeah. that's the best part about all this moronic nonsense to me It's <laughs> just this shit people say to each other. It's great.
0: You got a guy with his family, like you said, family and his kids, and his beautiful wife. He's got a Bible verse, his profile, it says Braves, Panthers, a NASCAR driver, Tar, tar Heels. And then, it's like, and then it's like, fuck you, like, like yelling at people and like cussing and like doing the exact opposite of what oh, yeah. should be Christian stuff. It's so funny, man. You have, like, the guys that look like the most clean-cut guys just ripping into people. I mean, Twitter is a loose, loose place. Dude, and, yeah. And you then dude, you got the, the exact opposite. Man.
1: You got to say it, too. I mean, you got the exact opposite. You got all these people out there with just just the craziest left side, you know. I mean, it's, it's lawless on Twitter. I mean, yeah, that's the yeah. one thing. I, the, when you were one of the first people, we started trying to get active on Twitter. We've done a shit job of it. I'm more active, like, I, I spend more time on it. I'm just not very vocal on there. Um, but it is, it is such a great place. I mean, X, I'm sorry. It's X now. Um, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's,
0: it's so entertaining. I love Twitter. It Tyler's going to so cancel funny. us when we get
1: back. Cause we just started, we turn it into a, a political podcast, political it, it, talk it, podcast.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. So informative. I get my news from there. I yeah. get my humor from there. I talk to my friends on there. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Twitter. Um, yeah, not trying to make a spot. Like, mean, I'm pretty much down no. the middle. Like, I try to see both sides because I think it's how you should, you should be able to be informed on what both sides are saying. So you kind of see both sides of the uh-huh. crazies. You kind of pick where you want to pick it. But <laughs> the Mega Rapino stuff, like, people hate her. But she, because yeah. she, she did stuff that pisses people off. And so people are going to revel in her um, being unsuccessful. And it, it, you, you hate to see it. Uh, but that's kind of, I
1: mean, that's, that's right. how it
0: is. People hate her.
1: On the soccer side, do they deserve, in your opinion, forget the game and forget the political side of it, do they deserve the criticism? Because look, the one thing, and we talk a lot about this and it's hard in in talking, especially about college kids, right? You want the credit, you want the glory, you know, you want the adulation. um, But one of the hard things about being a professional athlete that I certainly know nothing about is you got to take the bad too. And the criticism from a soccer standpoint, from a sports standpoint, I'm I think it's fair. It's merited. I mean, you're the best team in the world. You've been the best team in the world. You know, you're supposed to walk through the World Cup. And I get it's not that easy. And there's a bunch of people like me that I played soccer. Last time I played soccer, I was missing my two front teeth. I was from six years old. Okay. So I get like I'm not I'm not not a, not a expert on the game. But I do know that when you're as good as the women's national team is on a world stage, like you're supposed to win. And th- not only did they not win this game, they just looked like they didn't care and so 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 the other side of this is you know I'm curious what people think about um you know kind of how they handled that what I would call a responsibility, you know,
0: yeah, I mean, I think you hold athletically you hold the responsibility like um <laughs> Yeah, it's just like any other team. Like when you have the talent you should you should win and -hmm. you think you have the better talent, then you you deserve the criticism that comes. They're professional athletes. You hate to bash on, you know, college kids, but once you get the professional level and you get paid, uh, you certainly deserve the criticism. I think you could relate this to to like UNC football. Like Mm -hmm. UNC should not have lost to Georgia Tech last year. They Mm -hmm. probably should not have lost to N C State last year. Mm -hmm. And so you criticize them and when as a team they have more talent They're playing at home and they don't make the plays to win. So I think, yeah, I think as from a journalistic standpoint, they're certainly fair to Chris. dude. I don't watch the game. I didn't watch Mm. anything with that. I mean, women's soccer. So, um, I'm, I'm all, I I do like the world cup. Like I I wish I could get more locked in. I like the men's world cup, women's world cup, but just, didn't have the time to watch
1: this one, but See, and I that's think the thing fair, with women.
0: criticism is fair. It's like, sure. It's like, and and that's the thing with the West. women's
1: world cup is like, I guess with the men's world cup, I would watch, I would probably still, well, the thing about, but but here's the caveat, right? The, the men's world cup, you can keep watching because you know the men ain't going to be there. So you got to find, yeah. you know, that's right. Ronaldo or whoever, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. You'd rather watch them anyway. I mean, yeah, you're rooting for America, but you know, you know, that that's some, you know how that story ends and on this side. It's like, dude, I, I, I couldn't name a, I couldn't name a famous, you know, female soccer players not American. So anyway, uh good segue into uh do we should we could combine our names like like Ross Dog sounds like some sort of like, you know, rush hour political talk show. We should maybe think about that going forward. Um, this doesn't work out. That's right. Parti- big hawk's probably gonna kill me when he gets back. Like, dude, I'll leave you alone for one episode. Do you, do you think
0: he listens? Or- do you think Tyler listens to this after?
1: He'll probably listen to it on the way home because he's yeah. coming home from Pinehurst, you know. So that's right about how long that th- drive is. He's probably gonna yeah. wonder, wonder, wonder what the hell Sleep did while I was gone. Well, so was is he to back?
0: In, by, is he back in Chapel Hill now?
1: No, nah, he's uh he's he's probably. Uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, been, like,
0: does he live in Chapel Hill? Oh yeah I, know yeah, he was living, yeah, I know he was in Kentucky mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was he was in Kentucky with a knee surgery. He's on right, the
1: pickleball circuit. Yeah, he's on a pickleball yeah. circuit, moving around. Just uh, you know. I think dude's damn near pro pickleball player, man. I think he's like, Dude. joke about it. He's really good. I mean, hell, he covers the Dude. whole damn court. How could he be that bad at it, you know? Um, I,
0: so preparing for this podcast, yeah, did my homework here. I listened to the last two pods, mm-hmm. um, and I got the whole pickleball breakdown. That's awesome, man. I mean, like yeah. competitive. Dude, I I, I want to get into pickleball. I've played a couple times. I need to find something here in Ann Arbor. I'm definitely back in Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh. So I, I'm gonna be locked in too, but that's awesome. The hands were getting into like, it's like you got to like find something that keeps the competitive juices going, that like camaraderie, yeah. very social. Like I love it. Like golf, golf same way. Like you got to keep something that that gets that that youthful competitiveness and athleticism continuing as you get into your your, your late 30s and 40s, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're telling me, dude. I ain't found it yet. I just watch a lot of forensic <laughs> files. Uh, and just yell at the TV when the Tar Heels are on, which is something that's going to start happening here in a few okay. weeks when football starts, right? So, Sleep Dog, season ticket holder. Um, You know, got my heart is in it, okay? Drake May, in my opinion. Dude, Drake, if you're out there, buddy. Bo, Luke, Mr. May, anybody that knows Drake. Dude, I'm, I'm on Tyler hard, heavy. I want Drake on. Cause, dude, he's the guy. You see, I love Sam. All right, Commanders fan, love Sam. I would not be mad if Commanders just lost every game on purpose. To try to draft Drake May. I mean, this dude's gonna have it. And I'm curious because you're the expert. I'm the fan, and I got my heart in it. And every year, I just you know, I get burned by Washington. I get burned by Carolina. You know, uh, Tar Heels. I get burned by the Mets. Right? These are my teams, dude. And it's just <laughs> the same old song and dance. All right.
0: I know you're. I know you're a Mets fan.
1: Yeah, dude, unfortunately, You, you big Frank
0: the Tank guy?
1: Uh, yeah, he's funny, man. I don't, you know the barstool guys are funny. I don't, I don't. I, uh, he was actually, I was at the uh, the uh, national card show, collectors card show, baseball, basketball card shit uh, a couple weeks ago. He was there. I didn't see him. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of guys there. That was when I met Pedro. I don't know if you saw that picture on. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, he was there, and uh, I, I would have loved to run into him because. Um, because he, the thing I like about other Mets fans is like nobody is just a Mets fan because it's cool or because it's been cool, right? There's a lot of Braves fans, right? And I get that, oh, okay, the South and they've been Braves fans and blah, blah, blah. Like, buddy, there's a lot of people our age that are Braves fans because the Braves were good as shit when we were kids. Like, yeah. that's why they're Braves fans. Because it ain't Ravis, like they just Smoltz, go to games. Yeah, yeah, Ravis yeah.
0: Travis Walz, Avery, and,
1: uh, Lee Brandt, Maddox. dude, yeah, yeah, Maddox, dude. They had they yeah. had Limkey, Blauser, Rafael Belliard, dude, Dave Justice, Ron Gant, like yeah. I mean, I, like I was crime in all. it, okay, Crime dog, yeah, yeah. Javi Lopez, all right, you know, Chipper, of course, uh, all those guys, right. But the thing about a Mets fan, how do we get from Tar Heel football to this? We'll, yeah, get, we we'll get, get, get there, folks. Just here. trust me. But the thing about a Mets fan that I think Frank would get is like, dude, Mets fans have been Mets fans their whole lives. It's like you're born into it. Because otherwise, why the hell would you? be a Mets fan. Um and so you know, very, like what's that?
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. What's well, very, very similar being very similar being an NC State fan. Yeah. You don't choose to be an NC State fan. You mm-hmm. either went there or your dad yeah. went there. Yeah. Like you don't like you're not like fuck, I want to be a state fan and and, and go, you know,
1: Adidas. Go- <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and like go <laughs> mediocre in football yeah. and basketball every year, and yep. be on the bubble every year. So yeah, yeah,
1: you can be real smart though. I got to hand it to some engineers, boy. They put bridges together and shit like that. Great, make turn them into great state troopers and such. But so you know, a Mets fan is is like you are the glory days, like the '80s. So like a guy like Frank would appreciate. I don't even know how old that guy is. Probably probably about my age, but would appreciate. <sighs> some of the, the the nuanced stories of t- over time of the Mets. Like everybody kind of knows the Bobby Bonilla contract, how he gets a, a – like he's like the 10th, 3rd – I don't help. He's one of the highest-played players on a team, and he ain't played in 20 years, right? Um, but like some of the there's blunders historically that they've had over the years. And like my earliest memory of baseball was I played T-ball, and, and um, I was number nine because the Mets had this rookie named Greg Jeffries that my dad just thought was going to be the next like – like a Mickey Mantle. And dude, I don't think he ever played more than that three years in the major leagues. And that's just a classic Mets story. So, you know, I would have run into him. It would have been cool to like chop up some like real old school Mets stories. But other than that, man, that's all you get from the Mets and that, and just disappointment. But tell me, dude, tell me what's going on with the Tar Heels. Tell me football is not going to do this to me. Yeah. Tell me Drake May's going to win the Heisman trophy and get draft number one overall. I tweeted that specifically so that I can come back to that, um, you know, this time next year, right after the draft. And and just tell everybody I told you so. What do you think's going to happen here?
0: Yeah, let's get into Tough it. Tough um, super interesting year. I think let's just start. I mean, this is like I could go on for you know an hour about this, but this is a huge year for Mac Brown. Like it, well, this is his fifth year, right? So in nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two yeah twenty three his fifth year. He's always had a stud quarterback. Remember that. What what got Larry Fedora fired was was years of, of uh, Nathan Elliott and Chad Surratt and trying to figure out quarterbacks in seventeen eighteen. Mac Brown's always had good quarterbacks and he's got a great one this year. Mac they gotta win. They gotta win big games. Um you have the best quarterback in yeah we have one of the best quarterbacks in the country, if not the best. You know, top three, top two. There's a couple other good ones out there. Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams uh, G, yeah. a couple other people out there, but mm-hmm. I mean Drake May's he's gonna be a top ten pick if not top two pick. Um, and so that's the most important position in all of football. They touch the ball on every play. They're making a decision on running. Um, they making a decision on passing. You have one of the, you know, you have, a, you have an athlete back there who can make all the throws. Like he's a known commodity. So you have a great quarterback and that's where it starts. And then I think, you know, the schedule, I think the schedule kind of sets up pretty nice for UNC. You know, the, the, the game in South Carolina is hugely important. I think you start there. If you go one and o against South Carolina, that's huge. You got App State, you know, which should be a win in Chapel Hill. You know, you don't want to guarantee that because that <laughs> UNC struggled with App State. Mm-hmm. App State came in in 2019 and, and beat the Tar Heels, and then yep. last year it was very very close in Boone. Um, but and then they have Minnesota coming up next. So ideally, if they go three and o, like that is man, you are you're set up perfectly. You're, you're probably top fifteen at that point. And that's that's the dream scenario, going going zero three and zero beating some really good teams. I mean, I think mm-hmm. South Carolina is, is a decent team, Minnesota's decent team, Big Ten, the App State, you know, it's a, a solid win there too. But uh, they got to start winning big games at, at big times in the season. Uh, I don't know how deep you want me to get into it because I can go really deep, but it all starts the O line, D line. Go ahead. Yep. Ask your question.
1: Well, I was just curious because you know I think everybody understands offensively. Your questions are going to be all right. Are they going to replace you know Josh Downs and somebody's these, some of these yep. weapons, right? And so I'm curious to know you know from your perspective because I'll be the first guy to tell you I don't I, look. One thing I've learned about Carolina football basketball is I start paying attention when the season starts, dude. I ain't into yeah. recruiting anymore. I don't you're, care you're, how uh, many you're a stars. Casual,
0: you're like a casual slash like leaning to to heavy fan.
1: Yeah, my heart can't get that much into it, man. To follow these kids that I'm trying to, like, you know, bank my 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 self esteem on. Basically, I'm like, look, show me. All right, get on the field, show me, and I'll be your biggest fan. And I'm not not your biggest fan. You show up to Carolina, I love you. All right, period. But I just think I ain't built. I ain't got. I don't have a headspace to dedicate to three, four, five star recruit. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, so my yeah. question is: Is like who are the guys we should be watching for offensively to replace you know the guys that are gone? And then defensively, which I think is most casual fans' blare, glaring sort of gap is like, how are we gonna? You know, I, I don't. I, we can score points. I don't give a shit. I mean, you got Drake May, right? I can catch yeah. the ball for him sometimes, right? Um, but but you got to stop the other team from scoring too. That's part of the game, right? And we ain't been very good at that for a long time, it seems like. So, you know, those two things. Who's Who are the guys coming in on offense we got to be watching out for? And are we going to be better on defense?
0: Yeah, so I have to like, switch my mind because I'm used to be on Inside Carolina Podcast where you're going deep, deep on like the third team. Like we're talking depth charts and all this stuff for like subscribers. Just switch my mind to, like, the casual yeah, fan. Ain't um, nobody here. So, everybody here is, get, right. everybody here, is uh, here to
1: get dumber. So just keep yeah, that when, in mind. Yeah, when
0: people start, you start going through all these names, <laughs> like people are going to log off. Um, so the key I mean, they have a new offensive coordinator. Like, yep. Phil Longo was the offensive coordinator for the last four years. Uh, he's up at, at Wisconsin now. Um, and so you have a new offensive coordinator. Chip Lindsey came here from UCF. I believe is right. And that's a that's a big deal too like how is he going to change or make Drake May better. So you got to there's going to be some differences in the offense. Like are they going to have a different running game? Are they going to have a different little passing concept? Is it going to be as much air raid as we've come to know in the last 4 years? So that's a one thing to look for for the casual fan like in the first couple of games, like is the offense different? Um, are they are they doing are they, is, is there more focus on the run game? Are they still running four verts? How they involve the tight end? Like, look for those things because Chip Lindsey will be a big determinator on how on the success of Drake May. Uh, wide receivers. These are names you know. Ready, listeners? Devontae Walker, transfer from Kent State, comes in six foot two, six foot three, stud. Should be an NFL draft pick from Charlotte. Had some injuries during his recruitment. He's already preseason All ACC first team. And he hasn't played a snap in the ACC. He's going to be Drake Mays' go-to guy on the outside, Devontae Walker, I think Tez Walker. So, like, they replaced uh, Josh Downs with a combination of of Devontae Walker and then Nate McCollum from Georgia Tech. That also, with Antoine Green there as well, they replaced those two guys. So those are the two transfers on the wide receiver group. Those are the guys' names to know. The offense is going to be fine. Do not worry about the offense. The offensive line is a bit of a question mark that one packed protection obviously the running game i'm a little concerned by the offensive line the running game should be solid uh if not like top in the acc i think depending on how much they run it they have a bunch of studs back there george pettaway amarin hampton british brooks caleb hood um green eliza green they got names for days on the running back groups the offense should be good defensive line like this is this is the year the defensive line needs to step up we got five stars four stars, almost every position, Travis Shaw, uh, Miles Murphy, um, Kamen Rucker. They got, had they got tons of guys. It's time for them to step up. Like This is a huge year for the defensive line. Like I challenge to that group to step up and make a difference. It's a huge year for Gene Chiswick and the uh, defensive line coach Tim Scott, or Tim Cross, sorry, to, to, to kind of step up because that's going to be the difference. If UNC's defensive uh, group is top 50, and mm-hmm. the offense is top mm-hmm. fifteen, top ten. Mm-hmm. Like this is a it's a ten win team, because I think the offense can certainly outscore people. I think the the defense just has to kind of like keep people under twenty, under thirty, even. Yep. And yep. I think the offense, I think the offense is gonna be fine as long as there's no like big issues on the offensive line. The offense should be rolling. Like I'm not concerned about wide receiver. I'm not concerned about tight end or running back. Just protect Drake May open some holes and running back. And then as long as the defense can stop some people in key moments, there's a chance this team could be, you know, a really, really solid team heading into Clemson and heading into NC state in the last two games of the season.
1: Yeah. That's what I was Ask getting away. down to.
0: Ask away. That's Ask what away. I was
1: getting down to. Cause you're, and this is what we did a lot of last year. Right. And, and, and that's the problem is, is, in a weird way, like Carolina, they, they, they haven't really been a team that wins a lot of games that they're not supposed to win in a long yeah. time. You know, there's they a They don't handful. win big games. Under Matt, they, they don't, don't win big games. They don't win the big ones. And then they also yeah. like what makes them, but they could, they could be a good, a, a very good team without winning the games that... They're maybe not the big ones, right? They're maybe not supposed to the Notre Dame's or the you know or the Clemson's or uh, what was the other one I was just thinking of. Anyway, um, like the bowl
0: games against Oregon and uh, ACC Hampshire game against Clemson, like those mm-hmm. were really big opportunities. And, like I think they played great against Oregon and they were mm-hmm. down a bunch of people, but like they they lost the last four games of the 2022 season. Yeah. And like you got to beat Georgia Tech, like Georgia Tech sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to beat State at home, double overtime. Like yep. State's good. Like, state and UNC football is like a Spider-Man meme. Like, they're the yep. same. It's, yeah. it's mediocre and then hope for a good season every other right. year, you know? So, and that's yeah.
1: that's the thing, too. you got teams that have your number, right? Like you mentioned, like App State. Like, App State always plays us. I was at the game we lose. We could have easily lost that game in the 88 overtimes or whatever. Virginia is another team that always seems to have our number. We never really play that great against Georgia State. So, so I can understand even to a certain extent having to cross that threshold and win the games, win the big games. But we lose a lot of games that we also shouldn't lose, right? And and, and I'm not even talking about a lot of times to average opponents, it's to the ones that like, it's like somebody's asleep at the wheel there. But, so I'm always the guy that's like, if we can just win the ones we're supposed to, right? And maybe sprinkle in a damn win that's like, you know, the South Carolina game, right? We should, we got a shot there. I mean, we shouldn't go into that game as like a touchdown underdog.
0: I think UNC should be favored.
1: Yeah, abs- I agree. I would agree I, with that, I hate, right?
0: But like, it'll be like a maybe marginal. Three points, and right? Maybe we're maybe yeah. we're
1: maybe we're a short dog, right? But but then to your point, right? If you start start the season three and you know, zero, all right, Duke. I mean, I don't give a shit. You shouldn't lose a Duke. Period. At home, especially. Then, or sorry, sorry, sorry. I was a little farther down the um.
0: Pitt, Pitt's next, you got right?
1: Pitt on the road. That'll be usually pretty tough, but like you should win that game. Syracuse, you should win that game. Miami at home, you should win that game. Virginia at home, you should win that game. Georgia Tech on the road you should win that game, right? Campbell, God bless, you win that game 100 to nothing. Now all of a sudden, dude, right? Like again, Duke. you should should now maybe one or two of those games I just said you should win, maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe those are closer. Miami, for example, that sort of thing, right? But these are teams we've proven we can beat and sometimes we've proven we should be favored over. Now all of a sudden, dude, you're what? Like 10 and 0. Yeah. And and you're going into Duke at home then you have the two the two the clemson and the nc state and really for me it's it's the clemson game right um those are two tough road games and that's the thing man if you're a carolina fan a carolina football fan y- you always look ahead by saying dude if we can just do what we're supposed to do because this is the thing like last year the acc was a down year and like you could have come out of there like i think if you Win the ACC last year and you lose one game, you're in the college football playoff if Drake your quarterback. Because I think that matters, right? And people think that's nuts because look, dude, I'm not saying we're as good as Alabama or Georgia or any of that shit at all. But the fact of the matter is, is like ACC is a power conference and the the NCAA cares about having their stars in the college football playoff. So that's what's crazy. Like if we could if we could do it right and win the league and, and say we lose two games. Which yeah. would have, I think, been the been the thing that would have had to happen. Like, we could have theoretically lost two games and been in the damn college football playoff if we win the conference championship. So it's like, it's a weird opportunity that the team gets by being in the ACC, which is still, you know, gotta be top two three conference for now, right? Um, that's what's interesting to me, right? Is is yeah. is as as you go through this, there are things that could happen where you could wake up one day and be like. Holy shit, man! We might just be there, right?
0: So the, the big thing here is like you do not want to waste Drake May. He is a once in a twenty-year quarterback. Look, I said the same thing about Sam Howell, mm-hmm. and Drake May was pretty much better than him within a couple yeah. of games. So this is the year. Like I don't know if another Drake May is walking in next year mm-hmm. or, or or next five years. So like you do not want and like it's there. Like you have a you have four and five stars across the defensive line like they need to step up you have experience at linebacker you have a whole new group of defensive backs in but you've got some talent there like this is the year to take advantage of having drake may in it when you have the best quarterback you can win a lot of games you you maybe think you shouldn't have going through the schedule like you went big fanboy there which i love about you and tyler y'all are very (laughs) carolina blue glasses there no i love when 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 tyler like shout out tyler but like to talk about players on the basketball team I know he doesn't want to rip kids but it's just like looking back at some of the podcasts he's just like praising some of these people and just like ah <laughs> hey, it's just funny
1: and Tyler's credit and I, I always go back to this Tyler's credit man he literally called Walker Kessler big time he said he had the chance to be one of the best big men oh, in yeah. the history of the, and and look at what Walker, I mean dude Walker Kessler is blowing up he's <laughs> yeah, about to NBA have baller. a major wow. breakout season too and it was a rookie it, last year it's
0: one of the biggest what ifs in UNC basketball. Yeah, I think the schedule, like, it sets up, like, if they can get past South Carolina, beat App State at home, and then Minnesota's a tough one. Like, who knows? Dude? Yeah. Minnesota yeah, football, exactly. I don't know shit about them. Like, like that's a, an opportunity to get a, a solid win because Minnesota may end up being a pretty good Big Ten team. Row the boat, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then Pittsburgh Pittsburgh away is going to be tough. Like, sure. If they lose Pittsburgh away, like, I, I'm not blaming them. That's a tough place to play. Narduzzi, you know, schemes things up. But after that, yeah, you have Syracuse at home. Like You went through it. Syracuse at home, mm-hmm. Miami at home, Virginia at home. Those are all winnable. Who knows about Miami? Mac Brown's had Miami's number. Georgia mm-hmm. Tech, a new coach down there. Uh, Campbell, yeah. And it all sets up, like, Duke at home. Like, Duke is a, a rising team with Riley Leonard. But that should be a winnable game at home during homecoming. And then it all sets up for Clemson. Who knows, dude? Clemson, like... You know, UNC can beat. I mean, I'm not saying they're gonna beat him, but UNC could beat Clemson because you have Drake May. Yeah, that's the whole point. If you're down 14 at halftime, it does not matter. You have right. Drake May. Yeah. Like that's the point. Like it's college football. Like shit can go wrong. And then stayed at home. So like, th- this season could go eight and four, mm-hmm. which is the which is the UNC special. But it could go ten and two. It could go eleven and one. Um, but it, like, could are, and 0,
1: you know, it could go twelve right. and zero, dude. It could go twelve and zero. I'm telling yeah. you have the who, in my opinion, all right, Caleb Williams, I don't know a lot about him. I'm obviously biased one or the other. I mean, but you have like not only a great quarterback, you have literally right here, right now, one of the top two players in college football. Period. Yeah. Yep. You know, and like and he's the quarterback. It's not like he's Desmond Howard or some shit, which is also awesome, but he's like the quarterback. Like you said, you know, touch the ball every offensive play. So all the defense really has to do is like remotely keep the team in games, which I don't think they did very well in times last year. So Dude,
0: have an inter- have a pick six. If you yeah. have a pick six, like that could win the game. Mm-hmm. Like one yeah. pick like one yeah. defensive touchdown and you yeah. that could that could win the, be the difference. Or hell
1: sometimes just have one don't give up six when they have to the yeah. yeah. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm so saying anyway, anything man. of anything in the positive <laughs> on defense is like like uh. I think UNC can certainly outscore teams. Um yeah. the, I, I think South Carolina is huge. Not just in terms of like UNC schedule, but I think just in fan. I I think this is a great thing to talk about. Like UNC fandom, it's all about kind of, you need a winner. You have to Mm -hmm. have a winner. Mm -hmm. This isn't Mm -hmm. like Iowa State or like, you know, East Carolina
1: or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Our
0: bum F team that like, that's the only show in town where you, like, there's nothing else you're doing but going out to the Iowa State game. Like UNC fans need a winner and they need the hype to, to, to turn out in Keeney Stadium. So beat South Carolina. That's a, I think it's the most important game of the season. Beat mm-hmm. South Carolina, get things rolling at home against App State and Minnesota, and then ACC play, uh, let things roll, and, and barring injuries to any key players. I think this team's going to be really good. I think they're very talented. I think this should be the year for Mac Brown. Five years in, all the recruiting. I'm not sure there's a single player from the Larry Fedora era. So mm-hmm. this is all Mac Brown's team. Let things roll, um, <laughs> in a couple couple months, we'll know. We'll
1: know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm gonna be at that South Carolina game, just you know, giving it all I got, just just yelling at them Love on yeah. right from wherever the hell I'm at, like they can hear me, like I know what I'm yelling about. I got a um, question. Uh, yeah. When is
0: the sleep? When is the Sleep Hawk uh, tailgate gonna happen? When are you Dude. gonna buy a place at the Bell Tower and stop going to the Carolina Inn and spending fortunes? All white claws, dude, get a keg, you know, get a, 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 big case of beers. When does that happen?
1: Well, that's a and great really question. Invest, Ross. invest
0: in football. Invest
1: that's in a really a good, that's a really good question, Ross. Uh, first thing we'll do is uh, maybe on the next episode, we'll call back. We'll call Carolina in and see if they've, they've put any thought into what they've done. You know, last time yeah. we called, told us the claw was $8 plus tax. I mean, kid me. And I got to go buy a, a raffle ticket to get one. Um That's right. n- nonetheless <laughs> hard to beat. Don't that get experience. me started. Don't get
0: me started on the like, <laughs> Carolina Hands <laughs> uh ticket system.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, I'm sure there's some kind of like, dude, I mean you can't shake hands with some old head at the damn city level, get get some other work around done there. I'm sure there's some some back office deals to be had to uh make it a normal buying process for eight hundred dollars I'm gonna spend on white claws. Um yeah, good question, man. Uh I don't know, man. It's pretty hot out there. You know, got air conditioning <laughs> there. Uh, anyway, I mean, we're going to get you but back I, I to mean, talk about conference realignment. By the way, so we're going, we're going, we're going to have Ross part two to talk conference realignment in a different place. That way, we can keep dedicating our time to a real conversation matter right now. Um, yeah, we do need to get better at. You know, I don't know, man. Damn, Carolina Inn is so fun.
0: Yeah, but picture this, man. It's like you know, it's October. The mm. leaves are falling. It's crisp. Mm. And you have you have a Sleephawk worldwide on the tent right there by the bell tower, right next to you know a couple other big tailgates,
1: Jordan Fair probably.
0: Yeah, you probably. Lawrence Taylor's
1: there. A, yep, yep. Lawrence
0: Taylor smoking a cigar in the corner. You have a keg of just like the lightest, crispiest beer. Mm. You have a, a couple of bo- bottles of, of uh, Blue Shark Vodka, former sponsor of Inside Carolina. Okay, and, dude, it's we just loose man, and then and then it's a it's a half party. It's a tailgate and the after party there. It's
1: Eric great. Church will be there at the after party, I'm sure. Drake, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, Drake, pra- Drake, Ab- Drake.
0: Yeah, and the Ava brothers are playing the in- at the beginning of it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, I think T-Swift, you should probably come through. Um, yeah, dude, I mean, hell, it sounds like a party. Uh, it's a good <laughs> idea. I'll run that by the Big Hawk. Uh, run that by upper management, see if we can get approval on a budget right. for that. Uh, no, we, d- we definitely gotta, we got T-shirts coming out, by the way. Um, and that's our first uh, foray into just seeing just how good of fans these people are that listen to podcasts. Will you buy a T-shirt? I posted the poll. Hey, we had some pretty good, uh, pretty good results. But the money talks here. Our buddy Big Dan, the T-shirt man, is going to be printing us off some SleepHawk Worldwide limited edition. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, dude, we got to get you back here. So you you're going to come back for the for the conference realignment talk
0: sure anytime right. man hell yeah i got a lot of time here in ann arbor so any uh anytime you want me on little co-hosts here and there i'm, I'm all in
1: this has been awesome we might chop this shit up in two episodes pablo you, you, you work your magic you do whatever you want to do um we'll have you back on soon man i really appreciate you uh you coming on and uh glad to hear you're doing well if you ever need a, a regular gig uh shooting the shit with two morons you just call us up. We're going to be hitting you up here, football, asking you, who the hell was that guy you said again? Because um, <laughs> football <right>. season starts <laughs> soon. And we're optimistic about it, man. You got anything else? Dude, anytime you want me on, I'm, I'm all
0: in, man. I love to chop it up with Tyler Answer. I got I got some stories about him. I, I love to say when he's on when, during oh, hell his yeah, undergrad dude. undergrad years. Uh, and then, of course, we've got a big year for UNC football. So anytime, Hammer. man. I got a, a little extra free time here in Ann Arbor. So anytime, man.
1: Well, we'll definitely get you back on there soon. You got anything else? That's it for now. You anything else? Come on, Ross. <laughs> you listen to podcasts and you ain't got nothing else? Oh, stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs>